How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back with our Week 7 segment of Fan Mail Friday, coming to you guys on a Saturday because the Bears' game, obviously, is on Monday Night Football. We are going to be answering all of your guys' questions submitted on Instagram today. Welcome back to the show, guys. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today, to answer some of these Bears' questions, I am joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Jalen, how's it going, buddy? I'm pretty good, you know. Uh, had a lot of homework that I had to do. Uh, I didn't realize I was missing that meeting assignment, so I had to uh, make sure I was straight on school. But other than that, you know, we play on Monday. Uh, some college football today. I was just watching Trevor Lawrence. Oh, my God, he's an amazing quarterback. Big Ten football is back, you know. Uh, you know, Keeping an eye on Justin Fields. Yeah, but I'm probably not going to get him. But, yeah, I'm keeping an eye on a lot of these college quarterbacks since we're probably going to be drafting one. So, other than that, it's been a good day so far. So, uh, let's talk some best football. Let's absolutely get into it. The Big Ten is back today. My Iowa Hawkeyes are back. Uh, they face off against Purdue today. Uh, it's happening about an hour away from my school. So, Hopefully the Hawkeyes can pull it out, uh, but I'm, I'm glad the Big Ten is back and everything's getting back to normal. It, it's very good, but let's hop right into it. We've got a lot of questions today to answer prior to the Bears' this Week 7 game with the Rams. These questions obviously come from Instagram. Our Instagram pages are down in the description. We normally post polls uh, asking for questions a couple of days before uh, we, we end up doing this segment. So if you want to follow us on social media, it's a good way to interact with us and possibly get mentioned in a podcast. This first question comes from Ryan Ellis. He asks, will the defense get a touchdown this week? Uh, Jalen, this is an interesting one, but I'm going to pass it to you first. Do you think uh, you know we see a strip sack return for a touchdown or possibly a pick six on Jared Goff? We should already have two on the season, really three, uh, because of the first fumble that uh, Akeem went to go follow him. I, I, if I was Akeem, I would let Eddie go pick it up and run it back for a touchdown. But um, this week, um, you know, it's hard to predict things like that. Um, so I'm going to just say no, but I would love if we have one. I would love if Eddie Jackson got back his two pick sixes uh, on Monday. Yeah, uh, I would love to see Eddie Jackson get one too. I don't know if the Bears essentially score a defensive touchdown. You said it. It's it's a little bit hard to predict stuff like that, but I would love to see Jalen Johnson get his first interception. You know, Robert Woods uh, seems like he's going to be listed as questionable. I bet he'll go, but he might be a little bit hobbled. He had a, he had a groin issue that held him out of practice, I believe, on Friday. Obviously, uh, both teams practicing. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday rather than Wednesday, Thursday, Friday because it's a Monday night game. So, yeah, that should be very interesting, but I hope he can get his first pick, and who knows, maybe he takes it back. Next question comes from Cam16 underscore Athel. He asks, do you guys think Khalil Mack will play in this one? Just to give you guys a little bit of an update on Khalil Mack's situation, uh, he practiced full on Thursday, Friday. He was a DNP. Uh, he went down with a little bit of a back injury. Matt Nagy came out and said it was just precaution. He was feeling a little bit sore, so they held him out. And then today, Saturday, the injury report just came out at about 2 p.m. Eastern time, and he was limited. You know, we've seen Mac be limited and listed as questionable as he is for this game in, in many games in the past, and he played. So I definitely think he suits up in this one, and I, I definitely think Per usual, he will have a big impact in this one. So, Jalen, I mean, we're not used to seeing Kolomak miss games, but do you expect him to be able to suit up in this one? Yeah, um, he was, he's been questionable pretty much every single game except last week, if I'm if I'm uh, correct. So, I feel like he's going to play. You know, uh, the NFL said you can't put probable on injury reports now. So, uh, nowadays, questionable is really probable. So, I definitely feel like he's going to play. 
Yeah, 100%. This next question comes from Jacob Denson. He asks, which player offensively and defensively do you guys think needs to step up in order to win this game? Uh, I'm going to start with my offensive player. I think it's got to be Darnell Mooney. Uh, You know, I think it's going to be a tough day for Nick Foles. I, I, I said it in the three key matchups video. I think the blueprint for this one's going to be at a half to double-team Aaron Donald, so it's going to give guys like Leonard Floyd and some of their outside linebackers maybe some one-on-one opportunities with guys like Leno and Massey. Uh, Obviously, we don't want to see a Leonard Floyd revenge game, and we know Jalen Ramsey's going to be matched up with Allen Robinson, so I think some of those wide receivers a little bit further down the depth chart are going to have to step up in this one. Mooney, obviously, wide receiver two, averaging over 10 uh, yards per catch, also averaging over 30 receiving yards a game. I think it could be another good one for him here. Uh, I'm not quite sure who he's going to be matched up with, but I know it's not Jalen Ramsey, and he's going to have to try and step up in this one. We've, we've been so impressed with what Mooney's been able to do so far this season, and he, he doesn't really look like a rookie. I mean, he looks like a third, fourth, fifth-year veteran uh, with some of his route running and how he's able to process the field. So I think Mooney's going to have to step up in this one, get open for Nick Foles, because I think regardless of whether or not you're double-teaming, Aaron Donald, uh, Foles is going to have to get the ball out quick. We saw him get the ball out uh, against the Panthers quicker than some of the than most of the quarterbacks in the league. I think he was fifth in the league in time from snap to releasing the ball. So it's going to be important that Foles gets it out quickly, and guys like Darnell Mooney are going to have to step up on offense and get open for him down the field. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you now. Uh, who do you think is a player offensively that needs to step up in this one if the Bears want to win? Uh, mostly our receivers, like you said, Darnell Mooney, Anthony Miller. Uh, maybe Javon Williams if, if he gets some uh, snaps because Jalen Ramsey is probably going to be shadowing Allen Robinson. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best corners in the league, and Allen Robinson is a top 10 receiver in, uh, in the league, in my opinion. So they're probably going to be shadowing, or Jalen Ramsey is probably going to be shadowing Allen Robinson. That, that makes the most sense. Um, so definitely our receivers need to step up. You know, they don't have Marcus Peters anymore. They traded him to the to the Rams last year or Aqib Tlaib. So it's mainly been people who, who need to step up. They have Troy Hill. Um, Darius Williams or it's Darius or D'Angelo. I can't. Uh, I don't really know, but he's having actually a good season for them. So, um, Darnell or Anthony needs to step up. Hopefully, we can have a bounce back game from Anthony. He really hasn't uh, showed up since probably the the Falcons game. Yeah, the Falcons game when he when he scored the game when he touched down again. So, um, hopefully, we can we can see one of those receivers step up. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did do to their you know they're not probably going to be going up against Jalen Ramsey. So they have to take uh they have to take their opportunity or they have to take advantage of their opportunity. Yeah, a hundred percent. We've seen an up and down season from Anthony Miller. It's going to be big that he shows up big in this one. Uh, you look at 2019 when Robinson was faced with Ramsey Robinson only had four catches for 15 yards. So it's going to be big that some of those receivers down the depth chart step up in this one. This next question comes from Keeman or excuse me. We'll answer that question next, but we still have to talk about a defensive player that needs to step up in order for us to win this game. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Danny Trevathan. You know, we've seen the Rams have a good rushing attack this year. Darrell Henderson has been solid. They also have uh, a pretty good committee of running backs. So I think plugging the run is going to be big in this one. You know, I said it against the Colts. I, I, I like their rushing attack. I like the Rams' rushing attack too. And I think you have to put the ball in the hands of their quarterback, Jared Goff. He's not someone I trust entirely. You know, the Bears obviously lost the game against the Colts, and that game was pretty much entirely on the Bears' offense. But uh, I I think you have to slow down the run and put the ball in the hands of the quarterback if you want to force some turnovers. We've seen Jared Goff be very bad 
against the Bears in the past. He, he, he hasn't scored a touchdown. He's turned over the ball six times, five interceptions and a fumble. He's had a, a quarterback rating average of under 40, uh, only 353 passing yards in their last two meetings. So I think you have to get the ball in the hands of Goff, and you're going to have to plug the run if you want to do that. So we know Roquan Smith is going to play well. Uh, he's had a couple up and down moments this year, but for the most part, he's been playing some all-pro, Pro Bowl-level football. Danny Trevathan, I think, is going to have to step up in this one, not only in coverage because he's gotten burnt by some tight ends throughout the year, but also in the run-stopping game. I think it's going to be crucial that Trevathan steps up in this one. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back to you now. Uh, flipping it to the defensive side of the ball now, who do you think needs to step up for the Bears in this one? Uh, our, I'm going to say Bilal Nichols. You know, the, the Rams use a lot of play action. Uh, so we need to stop the run. Like um, in 2018, where we completely dominated the game, we were stopped. Eddie Goldman was completely stopping the run game. Todd Gurley was, was getting no yards. And so when they did play action, we didn't fall for it because we knew they weren't really running the ball because they weren't getting any yards out of it. So if we want to completely stop this Rams offense, Jared Goff is extremely good at play action. That's what he said. Uh, excels at and that's what really made he well, that's what Sean McVay has really done to make Jared Goff uh um uh, I guess a, a quarterback that's gotten paid a lot of money yeah, <laughs> basically so using the play action that's like I said that's what he excels at so we need Bilal Nichols to be able to stop the run game or the whole defensive line be able to stop the run game something that we haven't really been good at uh since the season started, you know, we, we got better at it over the last three weeks. Uh, Mike Davis didn't really have that much of a revenge game against us. So if we want to be able to shut down Jared Goff in this Rams offense, we have to be able to stop the run game. So I'm going to go with Bilal Nichols mainly because he's our nose tackle now. I mean, we say it every week. This Bears defense really misses Eddie Goldman. We all remember the play in the third quarter that he made sacking Jared Goff in the end zone for a safety coming right out of the half against the Rams in 2018. We've seen all the comparisons minus the turnovers from the 2018 defense to the 2020 defense. It makes me feel good about this game, but you know, the Rams have been one of the teams in the NFL that has been most reliant on play action passes during the Sean McVay era. And Jalen mentioned it. Jared Goff is getting money because he's improved in 2020 on play action. We saw him have a bit of a down year in 2019 when the Rams didn't do as hot, but he, he is relying on play action, and, and Jalen mentioned it. You're going to have to plug the run in this one regardless. Now, getting to the next question, this one comes from Keyman underscore Johnson. He says, do you guys think this is the game where Robert Quinn goes off? Uh, you know, Robert Quinn has been a player who hasn't entirely shown what he's able to do for this Bears' defense on the stat sheet. You know, the reason that we brought him in and signed him to a lucrative deal is to get pressure on quarterbacks. Obviously, the sack number's haven't entirely been there for him. He started the 2020 season nursing uh, an ankle injury, and that's been a little bit tough for him. But you know what? He has been able to be successful in enforcing pressure on the quarterback. Uh, two weeks in a row, weeks five and six, he's gotten closer on average to opposing quarterbacks than any other pass rusher in the league. Last week, he averaged 3.81 yards of separation from the quarterback, where the average for the league, I believe, was 4.54 yards. So he's been good at getting up in quarterbacks' faces, uh, it, it was important last week. I mean, we, we, we saw on some of the turnovers that Bridgewater made that Quinn was right there. They're doing a good job uh, setting picks for Quinn at the line, getting him around towards the quarterback uh, in some instances. So I think they've done a pretty good job utilizing him so far. I wouldn't mind a couple of more sacks from him. So I don't know if it's essentially going to be a breakout game for him, but I do think hopefully he gets uh, maybe a sack or two in this one. And I, I trust him to get quarterback pressures because ever since he's been fully healthy, he has been pretty good at doing that, even though it doesn't always show up in the stat sheet. So Jalen, I want to pass it back to you now. Uh, how do you think Robert Quinn does in this one? 
like you said before, he hasn't really been able to get to the quarterback or get sacks and stuff like that. But but the pressure is there. Um, he's one of the reasons why we had got the turnover at the end of the game to uh DeAndre Houston Carson. He was right in Teddy Bridgewater's face, and he was getting a lot of pressure um in that Panthers game. So, um, I don't think that's gonna. I think that's gonna continue. You no, know, the sacks are are gonna come eventually. But for right now, getting pressure on Jared Goff, um. It is all that matters because when when Jared Goff is pressured, he's he's a terrible quarterback. You know he he's he gets very scared when he when he, uh when pressure is in his face. So, um, I I would say him, but like I said before, I I feel like um that as long as we can can consistently pressure him with him or Khalil, uh, this, this game is gonna be in our favor. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be very important that the Bears get some pressure in this one. And this next question is also one that relates to some sacks on Monday night. This one comes from under, uh, Jalen underscore Johnson underscore fan page. He asks, which team, not player, has more sacks on Monday? You know, the Bears' offensive line hasn't been good, and obviously we see Aaron Donald there. We see Leonard Floyd, who has been good for the Rams this season. But uh, And they also have guys like Michael Brockers. But I think the Bears get more sacks. We've seen this defense improve ever since the game against Tampa Bay. They've had two really solid weeks in a row at getting pressure on the quarterback, getting sacks on the quarterback. We saw Tom Brady have a horrible day against the Bears in week week five. So I actually think the Bears get more sacks than the Rams in this one. Uh, I, I, I said it, the blueprint on offense has to be double teaming uh, Aaron Donald and getting the ball out quickly if you're Nick Foles. So I think the Bears can find some success in doing that. We saw the San Francisco 49ers do a very good job at doing that last week when they beat the Rams on Sunday Night Football. So I'm actually going to say I think the Bears end up with more sacks in this one. Uh, I would hope that they can get to golf maybe four or five times, and anything better than that would be really, really good because Jalen mentioned it. When, when you get pressure on golf, He's going to throw up some bad balls, and this secondary is definitely going to be there to take advantage. So, Jalen, which team do you think gets more sacks in this Week 7 game? I'm going to go with the Bears here as well. You know, Aaron Donald is a, is a very scary person. Um, any team, I'm pretty sure, would, would love to have him. Uh, all 30, all 32 teams would, would love to have him on the team. So, um, Aaron Donald scares me. I think he's probably going to have more sacks um, by himself. Uh, than probably uh, like a whole NFL defense does. So, um, what, like you said before, him and Leonard Floyd uh, are, are doing a good job getting to the quarterback. Aaron Donald is really carrying that whole defensive line when it comes to pressures and sacks. Leonard Floyd has, I think, like a sack or two sacks on the season. He's still Leonard Floyd. He get he almost gets to the quarterback but doesn't sack him. So, I'm going to go with the Bears right here. Um, Khalil, Robert Quinn, Bilal Nichols, Akeem Hicks. Um, that's a top – in my opinion, I think we have the best uh, – forefront in, in the entire league. You know, we have basically three all pros uh, up front right there. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with us. Uh, like I said, getting to, getting to Jared Goff is going to be huge. Uh, is a, it's a huge key for us to win this game. And uh, I, I know that this team is still mad. They're, they're being underrated that people still look at us as a, as a frauds or, or stuff like that. So I know this team is motivated to prove, uh, you know, the media wrong and uh, I'm going to go with the bears. Yeah, another primetime test for the Bears this week. I do think their defense will be ready to play once again. You know, ESPN's Dan Orlovsky came out this week and said not only does he have the Bears as a playoff team in this one, but he said, uh, along with Ryan Clark, that they think if Nick Foles gets streaky, they could go far this year. And uh, Orlovsky was one that said he thinks the Bears have the best forefront in the National Football League, so that's very interesting. 
Talking more about Aaron Donald, this question comes from Day. He says, do you guys think that our offensive line can neutralize Aaron Donald? I'm going to say yes, only because I think if we double-team him, uh, th- th- that's what we got to do the entire game. Uh, that- that- that's pretty much it. Uh, I-, I think the Bears have to double-team him as much as possible, and I-, I do think they'll be able to find success against him if they can do that. Uh, you know, in 2016, we saw, you know, white hair and, and, and uh, also James Daniels do a good job at chip blocking him. Uh, he, he was he wasn't able to uh, do much in that game. He had zero sacks. And then you take a look at the game in 2019 when the Rams won 17 to seven. He had two sacks in this one. And that one was very uh, was very able to stop the run uh, in, in 2018. The Bears rushed, I think, for 6.9 carry, uh, 6.9 yards per carry as a whole. I don't think the Bears are going to get the run game going at all again in this one. But when you neutralize Donald, good things happen, and I think they're going to have to double-team him most of the time if they want to neutralize him, and I think that is what's going to happen 100% because Rashad Coward is questionable for this one. He's going to be banged up. Alex Bars might be in there. Uh, you're going to have to get white hair. Uh, guys like him helping out on Donald as much as possible. And unfortunately, that's going to leave someone with a with a pretty easy matchup, a one-on-one against Lenny or Ma- Leno or Massey. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Bears will hopefully find a way to slow him down in this one because if he has a good game, he's going to wreck havoc and, uh, or excuse me, wreak havoc. And uh, it's, it's going to be a tough one for the Bears. So Jalen, I want to ask you, do you think the Bears find a way to slow down Donald in this one? He, we've seen two polarizingly different outcomes from him in the last two years. Uh, so do you think they find a way to slow him down this time? I'm going to say no. I, I think it's going to be hard to slow down Aaron Dunn without James Daniels. You know, he's considerably our best offensive lineman right now. He's played extremely well in, the, in his third year in the league. And in his rookie season, he was able to shut down Aaron Donald. Like I said uh, in a couple podcasts, uh, that last year, he he was able to shut him down as well. But Aaron Donald still had two sacks. But that was on Cody White here and um, I think Charles Leno, uh, if if I'm correct off the top of my head. So I think it's going to be hard to do it without him. Uh, so I'm gonna say no. I'm not confident in Rashad Coward. Uh, to, to I don't stop think anyone best, is to to stop the best deep tackle in the NFL. You know. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go no. I don't blame you for that. You know, I just think they have to double team him as much as possible, and I think we're gonna see that. But you can still struggle with doing that. So Jalen, this next question comes from everyday Blackhawks. He asks, how do you guys think a Rob does against Jalen Ramsey? Who comes out on top in this matchup? We remember last year, I said it earlier on four receptions for 15 yards last year for Allen Robinson. When he faced Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey only has 13 tackles this year, uh, a couple passes defended, but no interceptions but he's still one of the best corners in the league. We still hear him talking crap. Uh, I was just watching some film on him a couple of days ago where he was saying to A-Rob last year, remember when we used to do that in practice? That didn't work then. It doesn't work now, obviously, when they were both with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Jalen, I want to ask you this one first. How do you think that matchup goes between our wide receiver one and their cornerback one this year? Like you said, last year it didn't go good. Last year, Jalen Ramsey was talking trash. Uh, I, I remember seeing that uh, it was like a video of you know Jalen Ramsey, the best trash talker in the league, and he was screaming. He was screaming at in a-, a Rob's ear, talking about that. Like I don't even think he put his mouthpiece in the whole game uh, that he was facing Allen. So I'm gonna say no once again. Uh, and that's not be it's not that that's not because I'm not confident in A Rob's ability as a receiver. Uh, like I said before, he's a top ten receiver in, in my opinion. He's top ten in receiving yards right now. He still need deserves to be uh extended extend A Rob for like 
the hundredth time. I've, I've probably said it more than a hundred times, but um, I'm, I'm gonna say no right here. I, I don't expect him to have 150 yards, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he had 70 or or 80 or something like that with a touchdown. But I don't expect him to have a huge game. Yeah, I don't expect him to have a huge game either. But I definitely would expect that it would be better than it than it was in 2019. Uh, if, if you guys don't remember the 2019 game, it wasn't a good game for Mitchell Trubisky at all last year against the Rams. It was the game where he got benched. Uh, and they said that he had some sort of hamstring groin injury. Turns out that that may or may not have been true, and that's where we kind of all saw at the end of Mitchell Trubisky or saw it kind of coming to an end. Obviously, now we have Nick Foles starting. Uh, I, I think Allen Robinson has a better game. Once again, you know, there hasn't been much difference with this offense uh, from Nick Foles to Mitchell Trubisky. I don't, I'm not quite too sure that Trubisky would have won the game against the Buccaneers, but... You know what? Uh, I, I do think Allen Robinson has a better one in this one. Ramsey, you have to respect him no matter what. But uh, I, I do think Allen Robinson has a little bit better of a game in this one, hopefully 50-ish receiving yards. And, may, yeah, you said it. Maybe he can get a score in this one. One more question before we close this one out. This one comes from ERD7307. He asks, who do you guys expect could break out on offense and defense in this one? Similar question to earlier when we, you know, talked about uh who is gonna step up in order to win this one but breaking out's a little bit different i i think jalen johnson bounces back in this one and actually has a good game we've seen him struggle against players like uh you know mike evans dj moore a little bit against calvin ridley but i think jalen johnson when you know i i, I said it all offseason i think i think he's ready for this opportunity i think he's ready for the bright lights of chicago and i do think he has a good game in this one uh, it seems like he's going to be matched up against Robert Woods, who might be a little bit hobbled in this one. We're not even sure if he's going to play. We, we, we're not even sure yet if he's practiced today. I'm assuming he did. Uh, probably was pulled out for a similar reason to Mac, unless he really did hurt his groin. But he might be up against a hobbled Robert Woods, and I think it's a good game for Jalen Rams or uh, excuse me, Jalen Johnson. Uh, you know, he's top three in the league overall in passes defended. He's number one as a rookie cornerback in passes defended. I think he bounces back in this one. Not essentially breaks out, but I would love to see him get his first interception. Once again, Jalen, you said it earlier, if we can get some pressure on Jared Goff, maybe we see some bad throws thrown up. So I want to ask you, Jalen, I'm going to ask you for an offensive player. We're not going to both go through them this time, but what player offensively do you think breaks out in this one? Cole Komet, you know, he didn't, I guess you could say he broke out last game because he had two catches and a touchdown, something that he hasn't, he barely got the ball. That, he got more catches yesterday than he, than he got in the, the entire season uh, to that point. So I'm going to go Cole. I feel like he needs to be over Demetrius Harris on the depth chart. I don't know why Nagy is so in love with Demetrius Harris. He's, he's not that good. He's a good blocker, but when it comes to, when it comes to the receiving end, he, he's, he's not good at all. Uh, last week, um, it was a third. It was second and eleven, and he dropped the ball like literally. He was wide open. I don't think a person was five feet close to him, and he just completely dropped it. So we need to get the ball to Cole Komet. Um, you know he's 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 a good blocker as well, but we drafted him to be a receiving threat, and we haven't we haven't used him like that, um, other than last week. So I'm gonna go Cole here. Uh, him and Jimmy Graham have have completely rejuvenized. I think yeah, that's how you say it. Rejuvenized our tight end room. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go Cole. Not a bad pick. We've seen tight ends go off against the Rams in the past. I mean, even last week, George Kittle, seven receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown. It's going to be important that the tight ends step up in this one. And we saw Cole Komet get his most involvement in the Bears' offense last week against the Carolina Panthers. The Bears played 66 snaps of offense. Komet 
I believe, played on 23 of them, which was around 35%. We'd want to see a little bit more out of Komet, but Jimmy Graham and him, it's going to be big that they step up in this one if the Bears want to win, and I, I think that's a great pick, and I don't know how realistic it is, but it would be nice to see a breakout game from both of those second-round rookies uh, in this one, so... Thank you guys so much for tuning into our week seven installment of Fan Mail Saturday. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs throughout the week to get you guys ready for the week seven matchup between the Bears and the Rams. We're giving away an Anthony Miller signed helmet on social media right now. It's a free giveaway to enter. We're trying to do monthly giveaways to give back to you guys. So if you would like to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Down. Be sure to head over to those platforms and enter the giveaway. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media down in the description. Me and Jalen's Instagram and Twitter pages, definitely worth following as well. Jalen McClinton, all we've got left is a pregame show to go up on Sunday. We're getting real close now. College football is back. Everything getting back into the swing of things. Any last words? Uh, no, other than that, bear down. I, I get to watch football on Sunday um, and not be mad or not be mad that the Bears are, are losing or took an L. So thank God I haven't really been through that um, seven weeks into the season. You know, like I said, we're 5-1. and one, So uh, usually my Sundays are, are pretty good after the Bears play. So this week I'm just going to enjoy some football, scout scout uh, our next week opponent in the Saints. And uh, other than that, yeah, that's about it. Yep, that's about it for us, guys. It's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. I will say my, my final words, you know, uh, it, it's a Monday night football game this week, and it's going to set the tone for the entire week. So let's see if the Bears can get it done. Our Week 7 pregame show will come out tomorrow night on Sunday night. Uh, not usual for us, but obviously the Bears play on Monday night, so we're going to get it up on Sunday night. So you guys have an entire 24 hours to tune into that, so be sure to look out for that. And as always, Bears fans, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the pregame show coming out tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to be on the lookout. Peace.